They're the Combini Boys. They're the Combini Boys. They're the Combini. They're the Combini. They're the Combini. They're the Combini Boys. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Combini Boys podcast. This week. We take a look at some replies to a tweet that asks you to choose your go-to main dish, beverage, and snack from the Combini. In the winners and losers, we take aim at the question of what is a good summer item. And finally, we investigate Family Mart's new style of store, otherwise known as the Famima concept. Now let's head over to the Combini. Hey, Mike. Hey, Matt. How's it going? Not too bad, Mike. Uh... Heading to Canada on Friday for a mm. vacation and going golfing with the old man. So, uh, oh, man. looking forward to that. Uh, how, are, how are things with you in, in uh, Kurobe? Things are good. I got to say, that trip you're taking with your dad, that seems like a father and son, you know, one of the great joys that you could, uh, that you could have. That seems like an awesome trip. Um, yeah, things are good here. I was telling you before we started, uh, took, took the family down to Tokyo, and uh, Leo, um, it was pretty much, pretty much all we did is just watch trains. Um, you know, Leo's awesome. a huge train fan. Um, the hotel that we had sort of looked down on Tokyo Station so you could see all the trains, and then probably the thing that he loved the most is we, at Ueno Station, or we, we rode the Yamanote Sen from mm. uh, Tokyo to um, Ueno, and uh, he just he just loved it. And after we got out of Wayno, we just stood at the uh, at the platform and just like for like thirty minutes, just watching the trains go by. It was it was so cool. And it, it like actually, it was the first time in a long time that I've like thought like, damn, this is really cool. Like how many trains they've got going through here. So it was yeah, it was it was awesome. Well, well, Tokyo's doing that. The uh, MBTA here in Boston is actually slowing down service because they don't have enough people to keep the uh, <laughs> red, blue, and orange lines safe. Okay. And federal agents are actually in Boston reviewing the management of the T because of all the safety incidents that oh have gosh. recently occurred. So. Yeah, my 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 uh, playbook is pretty simple. Just get Mr. Suzaki over here, who mm-hmm. runs that Yamanote Sen, and uh, you know, he's not going to be expensive because they typically don't understand their true market value. So just pay this guy. I don't know. Anything over six figures should do it. And then hey, whatever Mr. Suzaki says goes. Everybody, <laughs> he'd be horrified at what happens inside that building. Well, I gotta say, if, if he does come, if he does come over, something that I realized, Matt, that was so cool. Each of the train lines, they have like stickers, and so like we were standing there waving to all the trains, and at one time, um, one of the the conductors, as they were waiting, he came out, he said, "Here, I got something for you," and he gave Leo a sticker for the uh, wow, Keihin awesome. Tohoku Sen, yeah, and to like collect. to collect. So, so I think like all of the, all of the the lines have their their stickers that you can collect. Hey. The people of Boston, I'm sure, would enjoy. Yeah, come to Boston. You can collect um, two kinds. You got the red line old that's uh, either smoking on fire or running without a manned conductor <laughs> station, or uh, or the new, the brand new cars that uh, were built uh, by a Chinese firm that are often not running because they don't okay. work. All right. So those are the two stickers you could pick up here in Boston. <laughs> On the red sounds, line. Sounds pretty fun. I actually wouldn't 
I don't think it's safe for him to ride, actually. I actually feel unsafe riding the T right now. Anyway, this isn't, okay. a, this isn't a podcast about the MBTA. Although there no. should be one, because that's how yeah. bad it is. Okay. Anyway, we gotta we gotta get into the conveni news here, Mike. <laughs> okay. And uh, we're gonna kick things off with uh, you know, Mike. You know, I think I think most of our listeners are familiar with our Twitter account. We we have mm-hmm. a Twitter account. We've been running it for the last few years. And uh, thanks to all the people who follow us. And recently, yeah. Mike, we had a tweet that uh, you know I'll say it went viral. Mm-hmm. And what we asked, Mike, was for people to pick out three mm-hmm. conbini items. We had three rows. Yeah. The top row had kind of a main savory item. The middle uh-huh. row had a slew of beverages. And then bottom had a snack or a dessert. Mm-hmm. And um, I'll just read the top here. So seven top main items. We had Famicheki Nikuman, American Dog onigiri cup noodle egg salad sando bento mm-hmm. yeah those are the mains they could choose from then okay for beverages we had canned coffee bakari sweat strong zero beer milk tea kagomi yasai seikatsu juice and then cc lemon mm-hmm. on the bottom for snacks and desserts we had jigariko black thunder mm-hmm. pino melon pan pocky kakino kakino tane and um Caramel pudding, Mike. And so the idea here was you had to, you had to choose a one mm-hmm. from each row to make a haul. Yeah. I'll note this wasn't an original thought. Somebody tagged us on a very similar thing for American convenience store products. I simply copied it, so I'm okay. not going to claim this is a brilliant idea I had. I totally stole it. But it blew up, Mike. 231 retweets, 127 comments. Mm. And people were into this you know people yeah. are yeah. just into perfecting their conbini halls people mm-hmm. spend days months years really perfecting what a conbini hall is what it can be what it should be there's a lot of hot debate i will say it was very friendly in there i thought we'd gonna we were gonna see some hostile action but we didn't it was no. friendly which was great but what we're gonna do here mike is we're going to share our own hauls, mm-hmm. and then we're going to dig into two of our favorites that we saw come up amongst yeah. the crowd, and then uh, also, you know, some that maybe need a little work, maybe need mm-hmm. a little work, a little more training, yeah. a little more time in the dojo yes, before they're ready to actually hit <laughs> one of the big three conbini. Okay? All right. So when Let's we kick off here, Mike, let's start with yours. Mm-hmm. And I looked at this already, so I'm. This is not going to be a surprise for me. Sure. <clears throat> if I could remember how to share a screen, that would be <laughs> fantastic here, especially for a podcast. Okay. Yeah. All right. You're gonna have to scroll down um, there oh. to Mike's oh, you, choice. You link to the. Ah, there it is. Yes. Okay, Matt. So. I went for the A2A, as we remember. That would be the Famichiki, the Pokari Sweat, and the Jagariko, Matt. Um, the first two, no surprise. I mean, you didn't really even have to ask. I love, we love Famichiki. I am a great fan of Pokari Sweat. It was my winner in the Kamini tournament. And then of the sweets or the snacks, I went for the Jagariko just because, hey, 
I think it's just one of the best. On the trip down to uh, Tokyo on the Shinkansen, Leo and I were just snacking away at some Jokariko. Mm. There's nothing like it, Matt. Um, so, you know, I, I think you probably saw this and thought, like, yeah, that sounds like Mike. Nice. Well, what I actually thought was this this sounds like a true Konbini master. This is somebody <laughs> who has honed their skills over many years. Yeah. Fami Chicky, that juicy, savory bomb with the Pocari sweat to help kind of cleanse the palate, refresh. And then you get the crunchy Jigariko. Oh, yeah. Especially for a Shinkansen ride. That's a hell of a haul there. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. That was magnificent, Mike. Um, you. you. know, mine, I didn't actually pick one out until this morning, Mike. And, okay. Um, I have an idea of what yours would be, but... Um, oh, what do you think it is? I'm curious. What do I think it would be? Yeah. I think it... All right. I think it would be either Fami Chicky or American Dog for the top. So that'd be A or C. I think it would be one. I'm very, very confident that it would be one because you're one, you're one of the great, uh, you know, uh, lovers of Kambini coffee. And then I thought, hey, Matt, I know Matt. He likes things, you know, he likes to keep it simple, but he loves a elegant snack. And I was thinking Pino. He'd probably pick up a Pino. So I don't know, Matt. How did I do? What, what did you actually go <laughs> that was, for? That was pretty good. Wow. I'm very surprised. I went I went C four C, Mike. I went American dog, a Kirin beer, not the canned okay. coffee, and then the Pinot. Okay. Let me explain that. Yes, mm-hmm. I am mm-hmm. an ardent defender yes. of canned coffee. I'm in the trenches, Mike, battling mm-hmm. these people who think the cafe machine on the counter is better. Yeah. It's not. But <laughs> For a haul here, Mike, for me to really get into a canned coffee, I'm looking at a breakfast situation where I might get mm-hmm. a steam bun and an onigiri, but there was no steam bread here. And yeah. God knows I will never pick up a melon pan. We're going to have to talk about how many D's how for many melon D's pan we were yeah. in this. I mean, oh, please, yeah. we need some like, re-education here, everybody. <laughs> this is an emergency. <laughs> but I went CFC, Mike, American Dog Beer Pinot. American Dog, an underappreciated item. People need to get more of these. They're spectacular, savory, yeah. sweet. Mm-hmm. Beer obviously pairs super well with yeah. that American Dog. Just refreshing, no crisp. And then, like you said, Mike, simple and sweet. Nothing gets better than a Pinot. Also, mm-hmm. only cold dessert up there, Mike, and it's hot as hell. Good or call. it's going to be pretty soon. So uh, I do like to keep cold. So that's why I went with the Pinot. All right, and that makes sense, and I, I totally understand if we were talking breakfast, lunch, dinner, you know, those things would change, but, you know, we both love a Kirin Ichiban Shibori. There's no oh, doubt about that. Number one um, beer. Number one beer, although we did a taste test and we decided it might not be, but no, no doubt in terms of the can and, and the whole experience. Yeah, so I, you know, okay, fair enough. I missed on the, the coffee, but I know that on in many combinations you would be picking up that uh, canned coffee, so I, I feel okay about it. All right, let's take a look at some other winners that we saw out there. Mike, this is your pick for a winner. Very mm-hmm. curious to see what you pick. Ooh, G5D. G5D. This is from Creative. Uh, sorry, can you go back just real quick? This was Creative Kieran. So this is Creative Kieran. He said G5D. G being the bento, 5 being the milk tea, 
and uh, D being the, uh, the melon pan. So the reason that I picked this up, even though I don't agree with it, I appreciate what he's doing here. He, he likes, he's a person who likes bang for the buck, Matt. Um, <laughs> bang for the buck, you know. He, he likes to get as many calories as he can. And I appreciate that because, you know, some people, you know, everybody has their, their way of picking up hauls. There's no right way. We think there are right ways, but they're, you know, it all depends on the context. And so I appreciate his, his sort of vision, you know. The money I put out, I want to sort of do a sort of, you know, divide that by the number of calories I'm getting. Um, so, you know, I, I appreciated that um, and I can respect that. Well, he did tweet G5D, the highest calories, exclamation yes. point, sweating emoji. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, Mike, I get that now. At first I was like, God almighty, how could this possibly be a winner? You got milk tea plus melon pan in there. God almighty, yeah. what a bad haul. I do like the bento. Not enough people pick the bento. Hardly anybody yeah. picked bento up there. Yeah. What the hell's going on, everybody? But I appreciate that. A bang for the buck. In this case, we're definitely going quantity over quality. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. My winner, Mike. Again, if I could remember how to uh, <laughs> browse the internet. A4F. This comes from... Something Rock 10, a.k.a. Dope Boy, SE666XXX. (laughs) A4F, Mike, that's Flammy Chicky Beer, Kirin Beer. Uh And then where he really got me was the Kaki Notane. Oh, yeah. Mike, this is a guy who knows how to sit back, turn on the TV, and just chill out. Mm-hmm. This is a this is an excellent this is a beer focused haul you know yeah. you know you yes. want a beer and then you're gonna map everything around the beer you get the fami chicky and then you get that awesome kaki notane mm. that bag of uh, I don't know what those are actually but they're frankly they're just so good they're salty mm-hmm. they're crunchy spectacular yeah. things yeah great great choice all right on to the losers yeah. Not losers. Not losers. These are sort of, you know, Padawans on their way to becoming Jedi Knights here, you know? Exactly, exactly. All right, Matt. So, um. here. Okay, Matt. So, this is someone who retweeted. This is Ding Pichi Ding Flow Flow, um, who quoted, who said, Naushta, or I fixed it, and what they picked up as their three items that, that weren't on the list Pizza Man, Oolong Tea, an Eseru Super Cup ice cream. That's the Choco Cookie ice cream mat. So the reason I picked this up is as a loser. You know, these are great items. I can't complain. You know, people love oolong tea. We love Pizza Man. You know, putting some ice cream in there as well is fine. But it, I just took offense to if you're gonna if you're gonna correct this and just like say like, hey, I can choose whatever I want to choose. This is not the three. These are not the three items that absolutely were Matt. You know, um, I think. You're basically saying like, here we have seven, three brackets of seven items. Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna choose the absolute best items in the kombini, and this is what you come up with. I agree with the pizza man. The other two, I mean, I don't know about that. So, um, Matt, I, I, I thought, you know, um, hey, you know, to each, to each their own. But um, if you're gonna go freestyle, I would like to see, you know, almost like a. Eight mile, you know, like just like shock the world, you know, like um, 
palms are sweaty, arms, you know, um, this, you know, I thought this is, uh, yeah, this could use a little bit of work. I couldn't agree more, Mike, you know, especially with this, uh, the dessert pick here, the Aceto Supa Cup, you can pick any, any ice cream in that freezer and you're going to come up with, uh, where's the Haagen-Dazs Crispy Sando? Exactly. Aceto Supa Cup, come on. All right. and sorry, and the Seven Eleven brand oolong cha. Maybe they were just picking up like any oh, oolong cha. Yeah, image probably that just came a quick up. Google image search. Yeah, Google that's probably what search, that yeah. was. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, my Padawan Mike is um, Sarah with the uh, octopus emoji. Mochi Guru mm-hmm. is her handle, mm-hmm. and um, she went E five D Mike. That's a cup noodle, a milk Ooh. tea, and a melon pan. Hmm. And. Uh, you know where I, I, Interesting. I oh, okay, melon pan and milk tea, whatever. I'll swallow that, and mm-hmm. you know, clearly Padawan action there. Yeah, but those don't go at all with the mm-hmm. cup noodle. I mean, mm-hmm. milk tea, mm-hmm. melon pan, very sweet. Yeah, doughy, creamy, and then you're gonna have the 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 salty bomb of the cup noodle. That just doesn't vibe. If you're gonna have a cup noodle, you're gonna have to go with a uh, a beer, a Picari sweat, even a yasai say katsu juice there. But to go yeah. melon, to go to go with the milk tea, and then again, the melon pan. Yeah, you know, I'd go with the jigariko or a kakinotane or something like that with yeah. a cup noodle. But um, I just think she. She just missed the mark pairing the melon pan and the milk tea with the cup noodle. I agree. I think that, um, you know, on, on further sort of look at this after we were looking at this, I, if, to me this kind of feels like the middle row, the drink is sort of the glue that's sort of combining the top and bottom mm. rows together. And this just does not seem to stick it together right. You know, you got that yeah. cup noodle and the melon pan. You're going to sandwich that with that with that milk tea i agree it seems suspicious to me but as we said you know to each their own um you know maybe she just loves that you know her glue is that sort of sweet could be milk tea could be yeah i don't know all right so those are um you know some flashes into there i I, you know we got some uh what is this mike's choice here that was my actual choice. Oh, that was your actual choice. Okay. I just, I want to mention a, a couple notable mentions here. Somebody here, mm-hmm. this is Sakamichi Brewing. He went 4444A, preferably on the Shinkansen. That's four Kirin beers and a Jigariko. <laughs> yes. That's a classic Shinkansen that all right is. there. Well done, oh, sir. Yes. Yes. Yep. And then um, an, another very skilled hauler. Mm-hmm. This is a very angry idiot. Drunk Knight, she goes A3A. That's Fami Chicky Strong Zero Jigariko. Mm. <laughs> that is, yeah, that is, that uh, is hefty. Beautiful, really. Yeah. And then next morning, B2B, Nikuman Palkari Sweat, followed by the Melon Pan. I'm going to give a pass on the Melon Pan this time because it is nice to fill your stomach with something starchy yeah. when mm. you're hungover, but the uh, Nikuman and the Palkari Sweat to go with it. That is well done. This is somebody who knows how to navigate a convenience. No doubt. Very nice, uh, yeah, split here, for sure. All right. Well, um, you know, if you want to play this game, find the tweet and uh, post your haul. That wraps up yep. this segment, though, Mike. Yep. And thanks to everybody who, you know, submitted their choices. That was, uh, it was a bunch was of fun for fun. us as well. Yep. All right, Matt. Well, going on. 
normally we'd be going to the Chicky Wars, Matt. Unfortunately, this week, just a, an awful showing. We've got nothing. You know, I think we've done this for almost more than two years, and it's been only a, a few weeks we've had that. So, unfortunately, no Chicky this week, but we're going to go to the scoreboard, Matt. Here's our numbers. We've got Family Mart, 58. Lawson, 41. 7-Eleven, 113. Binny Stop, 25. Daily Yamazaki, 9. Seiko Mart, 7. And New Days, 19. What do you think? I wasn't paying attention, Mike. I was getting angry at a reply to a tweet I had. Can we just... <laughs> All right, Matt. I'll, 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 right. Then I'll, I'll, I'll post cover a, I post an image of a beer here. It's a beer. Can okay. I have more beer with my phone? Japan? No. And it's just a glass of beer with a lot of foam. Yeah. Thanks, Laser Blade, for saying, no, this is not beer. It's hot potion. I know that. But right. you want to show me a beer, Razor Beams, that doesn't look like this? Please, show me a photo, please, Razor Beams. Thanks for thanks for proving you're the most knowledgeable person in all of Japan with a dumb right. to my tweet. All right. Hey, let's this is why down. I get off Twitter. I can't. That's <laughs> why we can't have fun anymore, everybody. Well, he is right. It was Hoppo. Oh, Jesus <laughs> Christ. I know he's right. He's missing the whole point. I know. I know, Matt. On I'm purpose. Just, I was just trying to come to his defense. Um, all right, Matt. Um, well, let no me just sum up either. the. <laughs> let me just sum up the the scoreboard. Nothing really special at all. This is just standard <laughs> numbers. I don't know. We might have to think about this. All right, Matt. Let's go on to our winners and losers, Matt. Are you are you calmed down? Are you ready to go into the I'm winners ready. and losers? Yes, are you? I'm okay. Fine. All right. I'm fine. All right, all right, here we go. Going into our winners, boom, or losers, sorry, Matt. This is your loser, and um, what are we looking at here? This is an Omori Pepperdocino, Mike. This is out of Lawson. This is, um, ooh, how to describe this. We've got about a foot-long wiener mm-hmm. lying on uh, about a pound of pasta flanked on either side by six strips of bacon. Not real bacon, oh. it's Japanese bacon. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Mike, when it's 90 degrees and 100% humidity, there's nothing that uh, refreshes me faster than starch and pork fat. Okay. This, yeah. this, this wiener looks like it's, it's framed up like Caesar returning from Gaul. Okay. Soldiers on either side carrying him into the capital. This uh, unnecessarily masculine dish. Yes. And uh, if you're looking, this, this is uh, our friend there who picked the high calories. Hall, this is this yes. is a dish for him. This is a lot of bang for your buck here. Almost a thousand calories for five fifty nine. Yep, that is a that is a two to one ratio. Grams of carbohydrates. <laughs> oh my god! Oh god! Yeah, and pepperoncino, how they do it in Japan. You're not there's not much sauce in there. You know, this there's is no sauce. Dryish <laughs> noodles here, and um, as you said, Matt, a huge bed of um, of noodles there, with that huge wiener, um, and those six slices of uh, mini slices of bacon. Matt, um, I agree. Winter or summertime, this is not what you're looking for. No. You're not going to the kombini, and this is not what you want to pick up. Um, I will say yes, the bang for the buck does seem all right, but. Um, Oh man, I could just imagine you eat this. You come, you come for lunch. Let's say you go for lunch. <laughs> you grab this, and you're sitting at your desk. You're slowly eating this, and by the time you're finished, oh, nap time. 
nap time. You're getting fired. You're probably there's no way you're going for it. This is a uh, potential risk here. Yeah, be careful when you eat this, Matt. Yeah, not the not the right time or season for this item at all. Nice choice. All right, Matt. Going to my choice for my loser, and the reason that I did have that comment to say that. <laughs> That was hot poshu and bitch. not beer. Matt, <laughs> this is um, the grand time beer, hot poshu, coming out of Family Mart. Um, and Matt, what's my problem with this? What is it? It's beer, you know, pretty much beer. Um, and here's my problem, Matt. The kombini, every once in a while they do this. They, they do this, as you can see, this has the Fami Maru logo here this is a mm-hmm. family mart exclusive i don't know if you'd call it that you you see these in other convenience sometimes you see the brew the brew <laughs> or some sort of like very standard boring looking beer um and matt um i just wanted to give a call out to these these sort of like the the standard convenience no name label beers I'm sure they're 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 always okay, but it, it it's really like the the sort of like the most basic beer you can get. And with all the options that we have, the Ichiban Shibori, I would advise our um, our listeners if you go to the Kombini and you see a, a sort of one rack, and it seems like there's way too many of this sort of dis- these these beers displayed. These are the um, and they're they're suspiciously cheap. That is then you know cheap. that, yes, you know that this is the sort of the the Kambini, uh sort of created beer, and I would advise if you're going to pick up a beer, don't pick up this one unless you're on a budget and you're not al- or just an alcoholic and you just want to get as much <laughs> alcohol, f- you know, another bang for your buck. Let's do the division here. That's six percent for one twenty. <laughs> um, so yeah, Matt, just just a little uh, warning to 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 our listeners. I'm triggered. I'm fired up about this dumb reply to my tweet. That's all I can think about here. Can we just talk? Okay, yeah, more foam. We're looking. What are we looking at here? We're looking at foam, everybody. You look at this can. What do we see? We see foam. foam. This thing looks like Donald Trump right here on the cover of this can. Yeah, it looks like an orange man with weird hair combed over. That's a beer with foam on top pouring over the glass. Yes. I get it. It's hot po shoe. I and I I know that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But show me an Asahi that doesn't look exactly like this, please. Somebody do That's, that. That is a good point. They all taste the same, actually, when it comes down to it. So, Yeah, you see, yeah. they all taste the same. It's not a bad price. And Haposhu <laughs> should not be. I was just drinking some Haposhu. <laughs> I love Haposhu. I'm one of the great lovers of Haposhu. So. Um, 117 Hard to beat that price. Very nice price. So... In other words, this is a loser. This seems fine. Grand time, brewed for good time. Yeah, is that not the most basic <laughs> label you've ever seen? Grand well, then, well, I like, time. Beer. I like the picture of the of the of the overflowing glass with a yeah. thick, thick, very thick head of foam. Yeah, this is. How did they get this image? I mean, they must have had to shoot at the perfect time when I kind of shook it and knocked it out of the glass. I, don't... No, I think it's illustrated. Right, oh yeah, you're right. It might be awesome. Okay, all right. Let's move let's move past the uh the bad blood here. All right, Matt, we're going on to your winner this week. 
I'm excited yeah. to see what you got. All right, Mike. Oh, My winner this week is now. from Family Mart. We're looking at Yakitori, Momo, and Skin. And, um, mm. you know, Mike, the reason I'm really picking this is, is not because of uh, convenient Yakitori, which is okay. You can get that from the hot box. I'm yeah. picking this because of this week's newsletter, which went out this morning. And, uh, mm-hmm. well, mm-hmm. this morning, this would be Sunday morning. And, you know, Mike was up in Portland, Maine, found a, mm-hmm. found a kitchenware shop selling ceramic grills, Conroe, from Suzu Ishikawa, mm-hmm. which are often used for yakitori. And I couldn't believe this. I couldn't mm-hmm. believe it. And I did some digging into the company, Mike. It is an amazing organization. It's a 71-year-old man who goes into a mine every day and he he harvests clay by hand and you, there's a youtube video of this which we posted in the newsletter you can watch this man by hand 71 years old harvest this clay and then refine it into a magnificent ceramic grill really stunning but then mike you know you think how far can japan take their their obsessive pursuit of perfection mm-hmm could they take it to charcoal? Well, of course they can take it to charcoal. I dug into that, yeah. Mike. Our favorite yakitori place, Akiyoshi, we found out they use soft charcoal from Iwate Prefecture. Well, Mike, I was on the char- the Iwate Prefecture Charcoal Associations website yesterday for about an hour. Mike, these mother effers... <laughs> are putting more effort into making charcoal than I'll ever put into making anything. Yeah. yeah. And they take... This isn't even Bicho. This is a level up from Bicho. And if you don't know what Bicho is, well, Christ, what are you doing? You know, what are you cooking with, moron? <laughs> this stuff is top, top, top of the line. And, of course, it looks like you go on their Twitter feed. Everybody should follow them on Twitter and Instagram. They got about an 80-year-old guy. This guy might keel over any second. He's he's throwing the this wood into this thousand-year-old kiln. You know, this thing comes from like the the Jomon era. This is what we're talking about here, everybody. <laughs> and this guy's this guy is craft making charcoal. Okay, mm. and that's because the charcoal, as Akiyoshi says, that is the soul of yakitori. Mm. And so, what I'm saying here is. You know, this may be the only time where I'll say, don't go to the conveni for yakitori. Go to yeah. a real good yakitori place for some yakitori, because it is spectacular. And it's because a whole lot of people are putting a ton of effort into stuff like charcoal and grills. So go check it out, everybody. Get some yakitori. That's my that's my thing. Also, subscribe to our newsletter. Yeah, subscribe to the newsletter. Go there if you want to get a more in-depth look into what Matt's talking about. It's really, really amazing. Um, Matt, I have to say, um, I, I did like another tweet that you did this week, and it did, uh, not definitively, but at least for me, um, what is the better flavor for yakitori? Is it sauce oh. or is it salt? And yeah. um, okay. Matt... I think it's fair to say that you and I are both salt guys. Absolutely, hundred percent. Uh, okay, okay. Yeah, sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah. No, I know. Get the salt. You know, I, I think salt is the way to go. Maybe every once in a while you get every a sauce once in one. A while. Yeah. I, that was the only thing actually when I first looked at this item that I thought 
Um, although I know this was just more of sort of a kickoff on to talking about um, yakitori, but um, they've got the sauce, especially the skin, the chicken skin. That is a salt classic right there. Ooh. Don't get the sauce for the salt or for the the skin. So, um, but uh, yeah, great pickup, Matt. Um, all right, going on to my winner this week, and it's actually a range of items. And talking about your pepperoncino, how that was oh, the wrong no. season. Well, Seiko Mart has the right season going right now, Matt. Oh, boy. Seiko Mart has, first off, mint soda. Great idea. Doesn't that just sound beautiful? Why doesn't mint this exist everywhere? soda. Oh, yeah. man. I don't know. Looks outstanding, right? Well, not only that, they've got oh. the mint mochi. Oh, Matt. <laughs> Now you want to put some, you want some alcohol in the, the summer season. Get a mojito, mm. and that'll that'll do you. Well, what about this, Matt? Uh, the chocolate and mint oh. parfait, Matt. Oh my God, are you kidding me? And then that last but not least, Matt. Actually, I don't know about this one, but I've never had this mint candies. Hmm. I don't know. Sounds all right. Okay. Um. So yeah, Matt. I just thought that, you know, um, Seiko Mart really nailed it. Um, I, I think especially that mint soda, oh, the mojito, mm. and the parfait just look outstanding. Um, so, hey, hats off to Seiko Mart this week. You did it. You did a good job. Banging on all cylinders. Mint yeah. soda. That sounds incredible. Why doesn't... Mm. We should have mint soda now. Why doesn't right? mint soda exist everywhere? I don't know. Especially with the seltzer boom. you think somebody would have come up with some mint seltzer by now. This, that sounds stunning. Exactly. Yeah. With all the seltzer going around, you would think. But I don't know. Gap I mean, but market. yeah. Yeah. But just, yeah. So, all right, Matt. That wraps up the uh, winners and losers in the scoreboard for this week. Um, yeah. That means it's on to my favorite segment, Mike, at the Gamble with Mike. The Gamba, of course, the place where the action happens. Mike, you're in Japan where all the action is. What do you got for us this week? Matt, so as you know, I was in Tokyo for the weekend. Um, and when I'm in Tokyo, I like to, it's always exciting because, you know, that's where the, the, the sort of the, the latest Kombini technology is always going on. Um, and Matt, I came across this really interesting spot called Famima. It was a it was a family mart, but it, it was a it was called Fami Ma, and um, this was at Tokyo Station. And here I'm on the website right now. This is what I saw: Fami Ma, every life, every, every life, fun. every fun. Matt. And so I thought, <laughs> what the heck is this? The one in Tokyo Station was an all automated convenience no store. No shit. Yeah, which we've talked about, but um, it was my first time to see it, and I, you know, thought, okay, yeah, fami ma. So maybe it's just all automated. But no, Matt, what is fami ma? Two exclamation points. Two exclamation. Well, let me tell you, Matt. There's a there's a whole explanation going on here, Matt. Is this is a lifestyle uh, line yes. that they've got going yes. on here, Matt. Yes. All customers, all places, and Matt. So as you see, we've got the standard Family Mart. Yes. Then we have the office and hotel, <laughs> which is the Famima. And then there's other formats, Matt. We have a hospital format. We got the highway format. We got station format. Family Mart is saying, look, 
we have the standard family mart, the convenience store, which is the one that we know and love. But then, you know what? We're going to we're going to change things up depending on where it is and, you know, who the audience oh, is. Oh, I see. So, as you see, we've got another graph here. We got merchandise, service, store design, all part of one whole mat. Mm. So, you know, they're just not putting out cookie cutter ones everywhere. It's depending on where they are. So as you can see, like here's a, here's an example of one of the Famimas that we have. I don't know exactly where this is, but this is a completely different design to looks what we... Looks huge. Looks huge as an open uh, Big open ceiling, aisles. Open aisles, you know, um, just not the sort of design that we, we think when we think of Family Mart. No, no, um, no. And so as you can see, like they're saying the Famima, this is a new line of uh convenience stores which are sort of adapting to the to the location and to the clientele that uh that they see so um i don't know matt i thought it was interesting any thoughts on this this new development here i don't i don't i don't i guess i don't i understand the idea of customizing a space depending on its environment so a hospital family mart would look different from a, a a train station family mart Right. I will say what we're looking at here, it it looks cl- much closer to sort of a high end, I would even say American grocery store where you have right. big wide aisles. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like you said, the, the ceiling is open. There's there's really, you know, what is that? 30 feet between the floor and the and the ceiling. Yeah. Um, this seems very expensive. Um, yes. And impractical yes. for. um for Japan, where where you have to fit stuff in small spaces, so I don't really understand the the business of uh, quite yet, but but maybe I'm missing something. Yeah, yeah, I I don't know either, but I was just pulling up the store listing. It looks like the majority are in Tokyo. There are a few in Kanagawa and Osaka, which makes sense, and then Sonota. Those others looks like there's one each in Aichi Prefecture, Miyagi, and in Fukuoka. Um, it seems, yeah, sort of suited to big cities at the moment, um, which, you know, makes sense. Well, it looks really nice. Actually, the thing that first came to mind is Mark and Spencer's, Mark which and is Spencer's. which is a spectacular convenience store. Actually, they're a big department company in, in the UK, but they have wonderful convenience stores. I would Ooh. say they are second behind Japan for wow. quality yeah they are excellent and they're they're fantastic at train stations where you can they often have the meal deal this is something that japan should pick up on actually the meal deal where it would be just like that first segment where you you, you get a snack a meal and a drink mm-hmm. but you're incentivized to get three because the if you bundle those those types together you get a discount oh that's wow. the meal deal and so imagine in the conveni, you know, if you get a family chicken and a Pakari sweat, you'll get a discount if you grab a Jigariko. Of course you're going to get the Jigariko. Yeah. But they also have really wonderful sandwiches. They have excellent, you know, a lot of healthy stuff too, salads. It's worth actually sharing more about Mark and Spencer's. This is a fantastic brand. And paired with the Greggs, holy damn moly. I'll tell you what, man, they'd give Japan a run for its money in terms of... Uh, I think so. I think so. 
right. Well, but it looks like a Mark. It. it looks like a Mark and Spencer. It's kind of a nice, kind of high end layout. Well, we'll have to maybe do a follow up on Mark and Spencer's. I've never heard of that, so maybe maybe we can do an introduction on that. I'd be because happy. That's, uh, sounds very very interesting. Might have to bring on a local expert. The old Karen could come in and talk about Mark and Spencer's. Okay. Maybe. All right. All right. Hey, yeah. Anytime. All right, Mike. That wraps up episode 91. Sorry, I kind of flew off the handle a couple of times there. <laughs> Shout out to everybody who supported the podcast and the newsletter. That's Carrie G. St. Michelle, M.H. Bongo, Professor H., M. Matt D., Antonio Wade, Crew of Japan, Devon Pine, Bobby Judo, Anonymous 1 and 2. If you want to support the podcast, head over to buymeacoffee.com slash boys and buy us a chickie or subscribe to our newsletter. It's free. Yes. For now, everybody. premium may be on the way we'll see Um, but subscribe to that and then of course you know share rate the podcast so more people can see it check us out on youtube subscribe and like follow us on twitter all that stuff thanks everybody for listening and mike i'll see you at the convening see you at the convening matt